Om. Hello and welcome to It's All Right Here, the podcast series where I share short and sweet tips, strategies, and practices to help you live your very best life. If you stick around long enough, you will build a toolbox full of all things good for you, all here to help you rise into your next best and highest evolution. I'm your host, Britt B. Steele, and I have spent the last 25 years doing my very best to live my most optimal life and to help women do the same. So without further ado, let's get started. So today's topic for some of us is going to receive a standing ovation and a hip hip hooray. And I'm sure for others of you, you're going to grunt and groan and sigh in dismay. But the truth of it is, I can't share where I've come from and everything that I have come to learn without addressing this particular topic. So that being said, we are going to jump right on in to today's topic, which is, drumroll, yoga. (laughs) So particularly if you've fallen away from the practice or if you really sort of hate yoga, this one's for you. All right. I often hear from students that they really, really want to want to do yoga, but simply they do not. They don't like it. In fact, some have even confessed that they sort of even hate it a little bit. And although you might not believe me, I'm here to say I totally get it. When I was probably 25, I decided to do yoga on the recommendation of a naturopath whom I admired and respected greatly. Now, I did not decide to do yoga because I loved it and because it felt great when I was resting in a downward dog pose. Ha! (laughs) You've heard that, right? That downward dog is actually supposed to be a resting pose. Don't even get me started on that. Okay. Anyway, I digress. So yoga was not something that I loved back then. It was not something I enjoyed or gravitated toward or felt at all blissed out by. Instead, yoga was something that made me feel uncomfortable, inflexible, dorky, totally not sexy, no matter what I wore, and like a clumsy imp, actually. But I did it anyway. I did it when my doctor pushed migraine meds across the table in my direction and told me that this was my only option, which I didn't believe and that I might need to also take another medication with it to avoid stomach ulcers, and that I needed to also have my liver enzymes tested regularly, because sometimes for some people, this particular medication could wreak havoc on the liver. And I sat there and I thought, hmm, this is not how I want to enter into adulthood. Even though I was 25 years old and thought I was an adult already, I wasn't adulting very well, and I knew that this was not the path that I wanted to begin walking upon. So I sought out a naturopath, 
And the naturopath suggested that I do yoga. Now, that is how it started for me. It wasn't because I loved it, but it was simply because I was determined to not be dependent upon prescription meds. Not then and not ever. So I'm here to say that sometimes this is how things like this get started. Really good things, things that are good for us, don't always feel good in the beginning. So let me say that again. Let me go back to that. If I missed it, if I missed you, if you missed it, if you were multitasking, come back to me, please. I want to say it again. Things that are good for us don't always feel good in the beginning. In fact, they can even feel sort of crummy. Like if you are accustomed to that evening glass of wine or two, and then you go cold turkey, it's not always fun because we're bound to find ourselves face-to-face with the stuff we've been avoiding. But it gets better, and it even gets good. And then, then it even gets so good that you don't want to live without that thing that felt crummy in the beginning. That's my experience with yoga. But I won't tell any lies. It took effort and energy and willpower to get from the suck stage... (laughs) if I dare so dare say so myself, to the, oh, I'm so glad I found this. My life is so much better with this stage. So all you yoga haters out there, I'm talking to you. You got to start small. You got to meet yourself where you are and you got to keep your eyes on the benefits you will receive. Not on what you don't like about it or what ails you or makes you look like a dork or feel silly. Oh no, you got to keep seeing yourself as a calm, deep breathing, good postured, well digesting, resilient human with a strong sense of balance, vibrant skin, and a resilient immune system. Now that's what I'm talking about. So I want to talk to you about a few of the benefits of yoga. If you've missed some of these. Number one, I'm going to start what I would probably call the most important, and that is digestion. To put it really simply, when we practice yoga regularly, we can digest what we consume much better. And I'm not talking only about food. What I'm talking about also are life's experiences, tragedies, stressors, job losses, relationship struggles, issues with our kids, all of it, we digest life's experiences and our food much better with yoga. Then, and any of of you who are out there who know me know you aren't going to get too far into any meaningful conversation without me dropping this bomb, and that is, you will poop better too, I promise, and I'm being very serious. So that's the first one, digestion, from your face cheeks to your butt cheeks, all the way through from what you consume in life and what you consume from the refrigerator, hand to mouth, eyes to mouth, eyes to heart, heart to stomach, and all the way in and through and right back out of you. 
We don't want things going sour on the inside. And we don't want things that are not serving us to stay on the inside. We want to be able to digest everything that comes our way and move out what we don't need and use what's worthwhile. That's number one, digestion. Number two, it's a simple one, skin, hair, nails. All three of them are more healthy and vibrant. Why? Because movement does this for us. Stress management does this for us. Movement and stress management both help digestion. Proper digestion means we have more available nutrients. When we have more available nutrients, couple that with yoga, which has a 12,000-year-old history of being good for us, and you have better skin, hair, and nails. You look younger, your hair is healthier, your nails are stronger, and voila, you feel better as a result. That's number two. Number three, yoga improves posture. And with better posture, we stand more tall. And when we stand more tall, we look less frumpy. And we oftentimes look as though we've lost weight. Not that that's the objective. But posture in and of itself helps us breathe more deeply, helps us digest our food more readily, and helps us move through this world more gracefully. Now, because you're strengthening your back muscles as well as your mirror muscles, the ones you see when you look in the mirror, the strength in your back muscles coupled with the stretching of the front body muscles, mainly the front of the shoulder and the chest muscles, you then receive all of the benefits of these synergistic muscles working together. And the result is that you stand with your heart more wide open, you stand more vertically, you move more vertically through this world, emotionally, physically, mentally. And this is not just a physical thing. Your upper back and neck muscles tend not to be nearly as fatigued and you can see more clearly and you are wide open to what life brings. Couple that with a little bit of good digestion and you're moving in a good direction. All right, number four, yoga increases energy. Seriously, you all, it does, but I can't convince you of it. You just got to try it. When we move our bodies up and down and right and left and back and forth and forwards and backwards, it is that multidimensional movement that increases our body's demand for oxygen and then our subsequent blood flow. If you give up one hour of sleep to do yoga, I am here to tell you from decades of personal experience and experience with students and clients alike that you will feel more energized. It feels counterintuitive, I know. I don't want you to believe me. I want you to try it. And when you have more energy, you will do fewer counterproductive things, like that 3 p.m. peanut butter cookie and your afternoon coffee. And everything, I mean everything, little by little, starts to make sense and begins to turn you toward eating healthier, living more healthfully, and feeling more vibrant, and essentially more clear, more peaceful, and more free. Phew! So that's one, digestion. Two, skin, hair, and nails are healthier. 
three, improved posture, four, increased energy. Are you convinced yet? If you're not convinced yet, I got one more big one for you. Yoga helps you make better decisions. Okay, I know this is huge and you might not believe me, but it's true. Yoga is like the first domino in a huge spiral of dominoes. If you start with this one, everything else just starts to fall into place. Posture, digestion, lustrous skin, energy. You stop drinking as much coffee. You stop eating as much sugar. You lose a few pounds. You have more energy to exercise. You're less reactive. You begin going to bed at a reasonable hour. You have less binges. You drink less wine. You laugh more. You sleep more deeply. You take better care of yourself because you feel like it and you feel the benefit of it. You overeat less. You eat healthier. You communicate more clearly. Your emotions become more balanced. Your relationships get healthier. You have a greater desire to be outside in nature. Your intuition gets stronger. You have greater trust in yourself and greater trust in the universe. All of that. Like, I feel like standing on my bed right now and (laughs) jumping up and down and saying, please, people, listen to me. This is good stuff. Even if you hate it, get your butt out of bed and come join us. Do a few minutes, please. It will change everything. (sighs) Okay, let me get off the bed for a minute. Yoga isn't just something for Barbie and Gumby. It's not just for skinny young women. It's equally useful and beneficial for fat people and stiff folks. It's good for the young and old, and it's good for the hopeful and for the hopeless. It is an absolute panacea, and it has given me purpose, passion, energy, and impact. And it has been around for thousands and thousands of years. And it works. So I am sure I would bet my whole life on the fact that if you just take a little step in the direction of your best self, starting on the yoga mat, your best self will show up in and through and for you. But as I tell my students and as I've told you already today, do not believe a word I say Instead, try it for yourself and let your own experience be your guide and your guru. And as for me, I'm going to stick to my yoga practice because I know that it works. Now, if I've convinced you too that perhaps there are a few little benefits that you might reap from practicing yoga, you can get a 10-minute yoga practice. Super simple, super sweet, accessible to anyone at any time at BritBSteel.com forward slash T-E-N. That's BritBSteel.com forward slash 10. And there you will find a 10-minute yoga practice to get you started. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like it and rate it where you listened. And please tell your friends, particularly anyone who'd like a little bit more light in their life. 
I'm Britt B. Steele, and this is the It's All Right Here podcast. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, and let's keep turning ourselves toward the sun and letting the shadows fall behind. Big love to you. I'm super grateful. Have a wonderful day. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.